everybody. Sorry I'm late. I uh, was a prisoner, and the only way to get out of my sentence was to let a video game playing kid take over my body as we shoot some bad guys in the real world. And if I killed enough people, then I could become a free man. If you're listening to this film was not yet created, the podcast where we make our own versions of movie sequels that never got made. I'm your host, Christopher Rivas, and with me as always is my co-host, Mr. Steve Grande. Hi, sorry I'm late. I'm actually heading over to... I came from Vegas because I was in a dodgeball competition trying to defeat the evil Globo Gym from taking over my small average Joe's Gym. This week we have a very special treat. Two wonderful guests. Our first guest that I'll introduce you to is a very funny actor, comedian. He's been seen on stages all around Chicago and hopefully will be in the future again whenever stages in Chicago open up again. Yeah. Uh, please welcome Miss Maneker. Hi guys, sorry I'm late. I, um, I, I, you know, my son, he got lost on a field trip and I had to find him and I ran into a mentally unstable woman who she tried to help me, but you know, it was it was it was quite an adventure. And you know, we ended up finding him at the dentist office, believe it or not. And uh, thank God we got home. <laughs> Sorry. Lana, <laughs> thank you so much for being here. Our next guest is uh, two guests. Two guests. Two guests. <laughs> Only you. Our next How? guest cut himself on a beer bottle top. Um, he's. Uh, very funny comedian. He's uh, he's actually uh, Steve and I's roommate. <laughs> you might have heard him on the show before, laughing in the background. <laughs> Probably. Um, <laughs> but please welcome Mr. Nate now. Oh, uh, yeah, guys. Uh, so sorry, I'm late. I'm not even supposed to be here today. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, thank you so much for being with us today. Um, we basically since we started, we were like, "How can we get?" Sorry, Nina, but how could we get Nate involved? And then Nate was like, "I will only do it if I can bring Nina along." And we were Aww. like, "That's so perfect." Yes, <laughs> Nate. Yeah, Aww. you're my plus one. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> I fucking come uh, myself. You big softy that can't <laughs> properly open a beer. <laughs> That's what you get. Uh, speaking of that's what you get, this week uh, <laughs> we are we watched a movie. Jesus now usually Christ. we have our guests pick the movie they want to do. Oh, and this, I didn't know that. Well, well, we didn't do that this time, and I clearly. think I want to ask Steve. Sure, we're, we're doing Rollerball. Steve, why are we doing Rollerball? Uh, so uh, one night the other week we were just sitting around watching YouTube videos. And we came across the Rollerball trailer. And when 2002. I, the 2002, yeah, yeah. Not, not the James Con <laughs> old school, which looks like a, a freaking like, uh, like, uh, was the Kubrick styled kind of movie. Um, that's at least what it looked like in the, in the ad. But we watched the 2002. And um, <clears throat> when I saw the commercial, I was like, wow. That movie is insane. How did I miss this as a kid? And I'm like, this would be perfect for Nate. This and movie is my <laughs> upbringing. <laughs> yeah, and and like it explains so much. You know, <laughs> it, it's it's the 25th episode that we're doing, oh. so we kind of want to do like a special landmark 
kind of thing. And mainly because, uh, man, that trailer looked bananas. And of a sport that was confusing, filled with early 2000s uh, alternative rock, rap rock yeah. Yeah. that I yeah. love. So the uh-huh. second they started playing <laughs> Limp Bizkit's Rollin', I was just like, hell yeah, I mean, <laughs> this will be perfect. What other song are they supposed to play for Rollerball? You know, you gotta play Rollerball. I know, I know. Well, Break Shit would apply. <laughs> oh, shit, they can redo it with Adele and Rollin' in the D. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> Just emo Rollerball. It's like, oh, man, I guess if I have to score, I never do because I'm alone. <laughs> uh, but then, uh, then we watch the movie, and the movie is absolute dog shit oh it's so bad garbage and it was a boring movie it was it was a movie that was riddled with crazy things that happened like outside of the production like first off this was filmed like two years before it came out it was supposed to be a big summer release and then it kept getting bad reviews bad testings and they kept changing things to the point where i feel like uh the director who Another one of the greatest action movie directors of all time. John McTiernan. What is his name? John McTiernan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He made Um, Die Hard. He made Die Hard. He made Predator. Wow. He made made Rollerball 2002. (laughs) Like, as an entertainer, it made me sad. I think that's the last big movie he did, actually. It is. Surprise. It (laughs) is. It made me sad that someone from uh, who who helped create a movie that I hold in the highest regard. Uh, to this is it's like watching your favorite player and like their last year and they can't even like yeah. can't do anything and they're just useless and if Tom Brady became sad. a quadriplegic yeah yeah and that or, was this movie or he went to Tampa Bay <laughs> he beat the shadow Packers <laughs> <laughs> that's fair um, wait but, but we got, we watched different versions of the movie we, did we, we did we did how. We did. We watched it on YouTube where I guess they only had like the PG-13 version. Oh, we watched the unrated version. Yeah. Because uh, there was titties. I want to point out. Titties. Oh, we saw titties did, and ass. Did you see uh, Rebecca Romain's Whoever played Aurora, okay. we saw oh, her yeah. titties. And then we saw the cute little Asian. That sounds so bad. But the girl who was Asian um, mm-hmm. who was in the roller one of the rollerball teams, mm-hmm. we saw her titties. Um, we oh, saw the- a fantastic ass. Oh, I want to point out that uh, Nana's such a good friend. I was staring at the ass, and she goes, ooh, look at those titties. I go, I didn't see them. Without blinking, she reads over, grabs the remote, rewinds it 30 yes. seconds, so I can see them titties, too, because I was focused on that ass. Nana Curran, good friend. Well, you know what? That ended up being the best scene of the entire film, so glad we did. Um, so, yeah, there were, there were a lot of reshoots and a lot of re-edits. It was supposed to be an R-rated movie. They made it a PG-13 movie. It was supposed to be two hours long, cut it down to an hour and a half. And uh, at the end, like years later, John McTiernan... Fuck, I always forget his last name. (laughs) Uh, The director gets arrested because he had hired a private eye to spy on the movie executive for their comings and goings regarding this movie. What? Why? He was... Federally imprisoned for four years, and like honestly, this movie killed his career. Yeah, it's it's crazy that oh, I'm just so sad. I love Die Hard so much, and I don't understand how someone who created that can make this happen. 
Um, yeah. So, wow. uh, so I, I just want to formally say, Nate, I am sorry. I thought, <laughs> <laughs> I thought that this would be a good movie for you, and I was wrong. I mean, no, you were right, oh. because Nate loves bad movies. Oh, I love, I love them so much. <laughs> I love bad movies, too, but this wasn't even, like, fun bad. No. That's true. You know, there were no, like, usually if a movie's really bad, there's some fun, like, oh, they tried or whatever. Yeah. There was a little bit of heart. You can tell someone had like a vision when they were making it. Oh yeah, no one had any. There vision. was no, no anything no. with this movie. Um, it, well, if anything that I saw from in this fact, movie, LL Cool J was the best actor in it, and that he, saying something. that's saying a lot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, Paul Heyman was doing the <laughs> yeah, Lord's oh, work. You're right. You're right. Paul Heyman killed it because yeah. he was clearly like by himself in like a janitor's. But closet. he was also playing himself. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. So. I, didn't, I didn't like Paul Heyman how when things got too violent, he was like, oh, what is this? This is disgusting. And like kind of like backed out of it. And you're like, this is rollerball. You to show that the media was condemning the gratuitous I violence. I know, but like that's Paul Heyman. Story structure, Steve. <laughs> yeah, well, establish, establish the presence of your characters, Chris, because we all know who Paul Heyman is, and he's the biggest dick in wrestling. To I mean, be am fair, I, I didn't no, know that's who that's he Vince was. Russo. Vince Russo is the biggest dick. Okay. Nate had to tell me who he was. He was like, oh, that's that guy. And I said, I don't know. Still not know we watched the trailer is. and Steve is like, oh, Paul Heyman. And I'm like, who? <laughs> okay, good. I don't feel yeah. like a total idiot. Because yeah. I was like, wow, I'm uncultured. Did you guys have Pink in your version? Yeah, we had mm-hmm. Pink and, and like, Slipknot. <laughs> but Pink didn't sing anything in ours. She was just no, like. she just stood there and like smiled. At she the was just like Pink in the background. And they're like, oh, shit, was that Pink? Yeah. yeah. But they played a Slipknot song. But they yeah. full played a Slipknot song yeah. as them in it. Yeah, they were like playing. As they rollerballed. Yeah. Well, they also played a P.O.D. song. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I did like the best song for it. Here comes the boom. Yeah. I liked that there was a live band playing with the score. Like, <laughs> While they were favorite. playing? Because yeah. he's like, oh, shit's gone down. Hey, band, start playing again. And they do, and it drives the action. Like, no other sport. Yeah. Has a band that drive like football has bands, but yeah. they're just like celebratory. They don't like it's, drive the action. It's equivalent to the guy <laughs> on the on the big thing with the the big speaker with the guitar in Mad Max. Yeah. Right? Oh exactly. yeah. Exactly. He's not just playing for the action. He's part of it. It's yes. like every sad war movie when everybody dies, the drummer boy uh-huh. picks up his fife and just starts going. I was like, no, dun, we can dun, beat the dun, sound. Dun. Good job. <laughs> Yeah, they're just like destroyed, beat up, and drumming on their little snare as they march to New York or whatever. I don't know. This movie tried um, to have it both ways. It's like, yes. oh, you, it's all about gratuitous violence, and it's gross, and it's all about this. Hey, how about some tits? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, it's all about advertising. Put that logo out. It's all gross. Hey, man, how about we do a five-minute car scene where all we do is like zoom in on the car logos? Yeah. Well, um, yeah, it, it tried to have everything and couldn't get anything. No. Uh, you can't have it all. And this movie had none of it. And this movie had none of it. I, I, I want to say that, um, and tell me if you guys feel differently, but um, have you, has everybody seen the movie Taken? Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, uh, so there are parts in that movie where the reason why she's going across the, this, the you know, across to Europe is that she wants to follow you too. That's right. On tour throughout the summer. This this 18-year-old girl in 2009 wants to go follow YouTube. I forgot it was YouTube. And it's because it's because there are these big 
foreign companies that want to make American styled movies, but also have them in their country. And, and like, I totally got that vibe with this, that like, like even some of the things that like the, like, um, production company said, they were like, Oh, it's too foreign. We got to change this. And I like, I don't know. I just feel like this movie was very evidently made by someone or a group of people that don't have a full understanding of what it's what it takes sure. to make a, well, a real American action movie. I've I've never seen the original Rollerball, no. but I've heard that it's. I don't need to actually really good because it's got a lot of social commentary. Mm-hmm. It came out in that era of like movies that are based on. Uh, violent reality TV shows. Right? Okay. So like Running Man is a TV show yeah. about murder and whatever else and like Death Race and whatever else, right? So this is like if that era. And it totally feels like it would be. Right? Yeah, but yeah. then but it's like the only one I guess they rebooted Death Race as well, but like mm-hmm. I don't know. They just did some they missed something in updating it. I kinda I There's kinda... no there was no social commentary. You know, they were like, oh, we're doing it for the miners to keep them well subdued or whatever. I don't know. Well, there is that weird. There is that one part where uh, the guy gets shot in the middle of the crowd, yet they still keep playing the game. And the miners, they, which I would assume that would happen, you know, anywhere, would normally uprise and start a riot. Where in this, they were like, no, fuck you. Jonathan, (laughs) Jonathan. Who is everything they hate? They're like, yeah, yeah, we were no talking reason. about that. Yeah. We were like, we, like, why were they cheering him on? They run, he's a foreigner. Right. Uh, Rocky <laughs> to perpetuate the sport that is killing them. them. Yeah. It's Rocky Four logic. Yeah. That's all it is. It is true. It's true. They wanted to have a Russian crowd cheering for an American. Yeah. America's sweetheart, Chris Klein. Yeah. Oh, God, I love Center Parks. I love Heroes with Center Parks. I think it's, I just think it's really funny that they, Filmed this in 2000 because that was like right after American Pie. Oh, he was going to be the big after. one. Yeah. And they were, tra- yeah, they were trying to hedge their bets and be mm-hmm. like, all right, we're going to get this young, hot Keanu Reeves action star who was originally offered for the part. I believe it. Yeah. But he, uh, thankfully, it obviously said no. <laughs> That's how we ended up with Chris Klein. Yeah, he went to go do The Matrix instead. Which, uh, good, wow. move. Good, good move. Good move. Great move. I can explain more of Rollerball than I can Matrix. <laughs> you know, I've actually never seen The Matrix. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I would recommend it. It's good. It's it's uh, It holds it's up. It's two good movies. I think it holds up. That's all I'm saying. Better <laughs> than Rollerball? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Enough talking about other movies because why would you want to talk about other movies when you got a full night mode scene? There was a full night mode. So, all right. So let me let me take you guys through my pitch for a second, okay? Okay. So, I uh, I really I didn't write any uh, script for mine. It's more of just like an outline of what I think would happen. Right? Okay. And I'm sorry, but there was no night mode scenes in my initial thoughts, but I feel like we could easily slip that in. Okay. Okay. Um, So first of all, it's called Rollerball 2. Cool. And um, it takes takes place. Thank you. I uh, I try. Um, It takes place in Thailand. Okay. Because I figured the first one was in Russia. Let's get another, like, you know, 
foreign country with a lot of people and a lot of like poverty mm-hmm. and we can mm-hmm. and nothing about the name of the town chris <laughs> Continue. This is sad already. So it takes place in sad. There's poor people. Well, yeah, it takes place in Thailand, and uh, the opening of the movie. So in Rollerball, it opens with them playing luge, and I got the feeling that I love playing luge. That the actual (laughs) that the actual script started with them playing Rollerball, but they (laughs) wasn't long enough, so they just like filmed a luge scene and snuck it in there as the opening credits. So that's sort of what I did, and I was trying to think of what is like comparable to luge and obviously the answer is limbo skating so <laughs> <laughs> what is, is that a thing oh yeah limbo yeah, skating. it was big in like the 50s <laughs> i don't know what this is hold on i'm gonna it's, google it you have to see it it's like it's big in india right now and it's you've got like five-year-old kids it's big in india what like the fuck? these people are doing splits and roller yes, skates yes ow <laughs> And so, in in this story, Jonathan Cross is like, I don't know what happened beforehand, but he's being chased by the cops. And he's going through Thailand markets and, like, fish vendors and whatever else. And then he's, like, limbo skating under some trucks and through a busy intersection. Mm-hmm. And then he comes up, he, like, slows down and stops. And you just see these black shoes, these shiny black shoes. Mm-hmm. And as he looks up, we see... Roger. And Roger is this like stern Japanese man with a ponytail <laughs> oh. who's got like a no nonsense attitude. Like he might be the general manager of a sushi restaurant <laughs> in the United States at some point. And... <laughs> I was trying to get that's where you're going. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, he knows who Jonathan Cross is, but Jonathan doesn't know who he is. So, I know who you are, Jonathan Cross. He's like, you work for me now. <laughs> and he like just hands him an envelope filled with money and like a location on the back that says like docs or something. <laughs> and then he's like, and he's, he's like, tomorrow, 8 a.m. And then he just reaches over and grabs a ladder that was there that we didn't notice. And then it's attached to a helicopter. And, he flies <laughs> <laughs> and then... Um, and then we gotta like we gotta see Aurora, right? Because they went off together. They did, and and she's in hiding. So she's like, uh, like in the Born Two or whatever, where where she's like selling scooters, and the bad guys find her or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't remember, but she's like making bread, and and then Roger comes in and is like, "You gotta play for me." And she's like, no, I'm retired, whatever. How did you find me? And he's like, you better talk to your husband. And then just, like, leaves all, you know, scarily. And then uh, and then maybe uh, she and, and Cross have a, a conversation where they're like, well, we don't have any choice, and but I didn't want this and whatever else. Maybe we, I don't know, drama, right? She doesn't want to play, but she has to play. So then they, they join, and they're doing Thailand Rollerball. Rollerball 2.0. Rollerball 2. And Shot in is there elephants mode. in it? Uh, yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> there absolutely are. I didn't consider that originally, but they're totally in it. Yeah. Yes. I was thinking, because in the first one, they had those, like, hamster tubes that they yeah. had to skate yeah, through. Yeah, they did. So now there's going to be, like, low things that they have to limbo skate through. And Ooh. there's going to be, um, like, in hockey, they stop the action to get into fist fights, But in Rollerball 2... 
they just get into Muay Thai fights, but they, <laughs> and they don't stop the action. They're just straight up going at it in the middle of the rink as people are skating and motorcycling around. <laughs> oh, but maybe instead of motorcycles, they're elephants. It's a bigger, it's, it's a, a bigger stage. Too, baby. <laughs> they're not riding motorcycles. They're riding elephants. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Damn. In night mode. <laughs> in night mode. Yes. Um, that's pretty much as far as I got. With <laughs> I, I figure everything beyond that is going to be basically just the same as the first movie, right? Where yeah. they're like, "Oh, we we're being exploited. We got to escape." <laughs> and maybe, maybe along the way, uh, Cross or Aurora gets murdered by Roger. I think Aurora something. should get murdered. I think so, and I think it's more dramatic too if she's like, "The reason I retired is because I'm pregnant with your baby." <gasps> And then Roger kills her and the unborn baby. And ah, the super baby. And he has to really, like, really drop kick him through through glass, and then and then shoot him with like diving, diving through the air and 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 you know I don't know he's landing behind like a gross bus garage or something I don't know but. I want there to be like dive roll shootouts. Uh, <laughs> of course. Yeah, because now he has a gun. Yeah. <laughs> now he's full action hero. Yeah. <laughs> Is it the sawed off shotgun from like the reverse sawed off shotgun with that no was like, so butt? Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He, he broke off the butt of the gun <laughs> on his knee. Um, but yeah, that's basically my pitch for Rollerball 2. It's the same thing as Rollerball 1, but in Thailand. Thailand. And, and with our boy Roger. I mean, most importantly, you have in here, uh, with mixed with rock music from the mid-2000s. Oh, you left that essential. very important part out. Yeah, I forgot to mention that. Uh, while he's, like, the cold open where he's limbo uh, skating, we're listening to uh, The Prodigy. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're 10 years off on that one. It's funnier. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Rock music, the prodigy, two thousand. So, yeah, that's that's my obscene, obs- obscure. That's my silly take. Obscure right. outline. That's my obscure outline. Um, awesome. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Let's move along. Keep rolling, Before we roll in, let's rolling, keep rolling, rolling, rolling. What? Nate, take us away on yours. Oh, I uh, I didn't want to write a pitch because I know we're all going to come in here and shit on this movie for being just random shitty action sequence, plot dump, random shitty uh, rollerball, plot dump, random shitty tits. <laughs> Plot dump. Hey, they weren't shitty tits. Oh, they were a nice That's, pair you know of tits. What? They were great tits. I'm sorry. <laughs> I would have rewound the movie if it was not good tits. <laughs> Rebecca <laughs> Romaine is one of the best models in the history of modeling, sir. I, that's According fair. to her IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> I edited yesterday. Uh, but I just want to let you know, this is what living in 2002 was like. I was 18 years old. In 2002. I was 10. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I just want to like I just want to set the record straight. This is not a fantasy of what happened. This is what real life was like in 
2002. <laughs> I'm so excited. So what I randomly did is I went and I I, uh, I found my uh, old diary. And so. Oh uh, my god! Uh, yes. I'm so excited. Yes. Uh, so I'm just gonna read to you. Uh, uh, March 22nd, uh, 2002. Dear diary, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up late for school again today. Threw on my DX t-shirt and soap shoes and ran out the door. <laughs> my center parted hair was in my eyes. Everything was muted browns and grays, but I was always seeing red as I caught the bus. I caught a break and got to play Snake on my Nokia 2100 phone. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> the best game ever. <laughs> but I was really awakened when my phone rang. It was Miss McGeorge, and I could tell by the tone of her voice that her tits were out. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. She harpy. If you don't complete a five-page paper on Franz Kafka's The Trial, you won't graduate. I yelled, I played by my own rules. She tried to say something back, but I DX chopped the air and yelled, suck it, as I hung up my Nokia 2100 phone. <laughs> Shit. I gotta graduate. I got a plan, but damn. I gotta graduate. I gotta go see the hacker kid. I stood up to walk out the door, but I see the bus driver guy say, got it under his breath while holding a finger to his ear. Who is he working for? Guess it doesn't matter now. Right now I just need to get off this bus. He bears violently. I fall down seductively on Shanna Pierce. Our mouths breathe in each other's breath. <coughs> Do it, she whispers. No, oh nah, I gotta go see a nerd about an internet. Goddamn, I'm smooth. <laughs> I regain my balance and sprint down the bus and drop kick the driver right in his head causing him to collapse on the pedals. Speeding picks up as he plops down, and I gotta swerve in and out of traffic. I try to boot the driver out the door, but damn, the door's stuck. I can't catch a break. <laughs> Glad I never go anywhere without my Nokia 2100 phone. I slam that bastard in the door, and it shatters. Not the phone, the door. This phone is back <laughs> It was right now when bus driver guy regained consciousness. He stood up and waited for my pun. All I got was an ass kick out the door. I'm too jaded for puns. Shit. Here comes a car. No time to dodge. I dive out of the bus and roll as it crashes into a Bronco. Good thing I'm at rolling. Good thing I'm good at rolling. Or there could have been trouble. Guess I gotta walk, I say, as I turn to go see Hacker Kid. Call me, I hear Shanna says as she orbs her freckled tits on the window. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> like hell, she's covered in blood. Gross. What? I raise my hand and knock on the door for a hacker kid before it even makes contact. The door swings open. How'd you know I was coming, I asked. Heard a lot of chatter on the wire. Knew it had to be you. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> Sorry, this is stupid. What you got for me, I bark out. All I gotta do is hack into the mainframe, reboot the RAM, and modem the hard drive, and we can train all those S into A's. I don't know any of what that was, but I told him to do it. He fired up his gateway computer and says something about an internet, and I hear what sounds like four rodents fighting on a turntable. Loud pop happens. Hacker kid's down. There we are here! He says, I yell, pick him up, slump him, dump out, uh, slump him down on that gateway computer. Comes in a cow box. You got the computer, I yell, as my back hits the wall and I look to return fire. I peer out the window, see an unmarked cop car with two men wearing suit pointing guns at me. 
damn, I'm not strapped. Grab a stack of those floppy disk things and fling one at a cop and hit him right in his face. Ineffective. Ineffective! Bullets are still sizzling past me as I wait for an opening. Hacker's hands are fiercely slamming on his computer. 85% left to go. He's counting down numbers, and I'm just there waiting. Almost there. Ten. Nine. Still waiting. Eight. Seven. They reload. Six. Five. They raise their guns. I fling another disc, hit him right in the barrel of the gun. Three. Four. Knocks the barrel off course. He shoots the other one right in the face as he misfires back at him. Two. One. It's done, he says. Yes, it is, I reply. Put my hand to the door. Where are you going, he says. Anywhere I want to. Just another day of me. Fuck you, diary. Jesus Christ. So that's uh, what living in 2002 is like. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I don't know how anyone's gonna top that. My voice hurts. <laughs> that was insane. Uh, uh, I just love Shanna's freckled tits. I had a, uh, I actually had a uh, I was talking to my friend Shanna as we were playing Animal Crossing together with her kids. I was like, hey, I'm writing this really stupid thing. Can I use your name for it? She goes, yeah. Oh, you should have asked me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. I have a cousin named Shanna. It's such a white trash name. <laughs> Shanna. Shanna. She's Mormon. My Shanna's not. Uh, well, uh, rollerball Shanna is... Uh, <laughs> got freckled tits. Yeah, it's true. She is a uh, got freckled tits. What colors no. are areola? They're freckled. Like a light pink. Oh, cute. Like a, like a magenta. I'm into it. Yeah. Love it. Love. <laughs> No, that's her mom's name. She got that mauve areola. <laughs> As this took a weird turn. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how. I don't want to know about the tits. Uh, oh, yeah, this is truly absurd. You know, I'm not going to lie. When you first started it, I was like, oh, this is actually Nate's Diary from 2002. And then you kept going. And I was like, oh, this is bullshit. <laughs> Wait, that wasn't real? Uh, I didn't see tits for another like five years. <laughs> Poor Nate. It was a hell of a day. It was a hell of a day. <laughs> it was a hell of a day. Flappy discs, tits. Uh, and that was just the morning. That was, just morning. <laughs> that was just the morning. I don't know. I went to Perkins later. They're still around at that time, right? I don't know what a Perkins it, is. It's a shitty restaurant. Didn't they have the smile? Oh, no, that was Friendly's. Yeah, it was Friendly's. What did Perkins have? It's Nothing going for it. <laughs> Perkins. Perk Full of families yeah. after Sunday mass. There was a Perkins near the Belden Village Mall in my hometown. Means nothing to anyone, <laughs> nice. as it shouldn't, yeah. but there was one there. I never did went. Did you write about it in your diary? Yeah, I didn't, actually. <laughs> oh, man, I should have put live journal inside of my... I did put soap shoes, and those things are stupid. Your diary updated my GeoCities. Um, yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, Rollerball, that's how you reference. <laughs> Can't just play P.O.D. and have a Slipknot concert. You're just flinging floppies like ninja stars. <laughs> I love it. I miss I floppy discs. So absurd. Yep. Uh, that is, that's exactly 
man, stop that, Steve. Uh, I will try. <laughs> I will try. Um, all right, so for mine, if everyone can bring it up, you'll, uh, <laughs> since we've been talking about it before we started recording, you'll know which one I'm talking about. Um, so uh, before we get into this, I want to say that um, I think that there are times on this podcast, Chris, that we are going to have missed opportunities. And uh, we had... Like watching anything except for rollerball. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we definitely wasted our time watching this. There's so many better movies. Um, so uh, a movie is coming out this week uh, that has, is a sequel of a movie that is 14 years old, and that is Borat. And the second that in this movie where I saw that plane fly from America (laughs) over to Kazakhstan, I knew (laughs) that I was going to have something Borat related into it. So um, this movie is dog shit. I really love Borat and I can't wait for that new one. Um, So I decided to go in the direction of like, okay, since we missed out on that sequel, uh, here's here. I'm going to like mix it in to this. So this is Borat during the events, probably like halfway through the movie of Rollerball doing a segment of Rollerball because it is a popular sport in Kazakhstan. Okay. All right. So our parts are going to be Chris, you're going to do screen directions um and uh yeah that'll uh, oh and you'll also be minor one okay um nate you're gonna be minor two and yeah. you're gonna also be alexi petrov the uh gene russo character oh, okay. um, not doing an accent <laughs> yeah and then you will be uh minor three and announcer cool all right so i'm also not gonna do an accent because mm. i had too many ciders, and I will be offensive. Oh, I'm gonna do an you, accent. You, I I highly recommend you just do a Borat impression, <laughs> but do it on a lower register, just so we know. Uh, also, there's gonna be a part in this where I'm gonna make a hand gesture like this. Just say yes to it. When and you then, do that, yep, say yes. When I do this, and then when I do this, just like groan sadly. Wait, <laughs> do that again when we yep. groan. So this is yes. Yes. And this is groan uh-huh. sadly. Great, you got it. All right. So here we go. Mine is called Roller Borat. We see the Borat opening title cards from the Ali G Show underscored by the segment's theme. Cut to Borat, reporting outside of the stadium. Fans are walking by him towards the front gates to attend tonight's matchup. Yagishimesh, my name is Borat. I'm standing outside of Magazine Bazaar Arena. Usually, I report on American custom to bring back for learning of great country of Kazakhstan. But tonight, I tell you about the best number one sport in whole country, rollerball. Cut to a montage of rollerball footage. We see quick clips of a player scooping up a rollerball, one player checking an opposing player into the wall, a low-angle shot of a motorcycle jumping a ramp. The rollerball being thrown towards the metal points board, and clips of fans cheering. Borat is standing with the group of miners in the stands before the match starts. What do you like best about strong sport of rollerball? No, the game is fast, not slow game. Well, minor, right? Like I'm a little yeah. kid. Uh, <laughs> 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 you take soccer, it's too slow. Makes me fall asleep. Rollerball, never make me fall asleep. 
Yes, yes, it always keeps you awake because of loud noises from players' brains crashing against boards and floor. It make a good sport, uh, that correct? It's okay for players to get hurt. We pay to see them. They get paid that money. A lot of money. More money than we get paid working the mines all month. Because it is a dangerous job, it is good for rich people to have dangerous jobs. Exactly. Like American Cowboy football team and their fan people. I no agree. Kazakhstan Rollerball is best in league, score more points than anyone. American Cowboy football has been no good for many years. <laughs> they as bad as the bug-eyed golem that owns them. Yeah, we are greatest team in league history. Best win percentage since Petrovich bot team. Oh, you mean the same man that owns TV network, nightclubs in downtown Cusick, <laughs> and many steel families, factories that make a lot of noises. As well as all the mines where we work. You must love this man, yes? Yes, but he best owner in sports history. Allow me to get all pictures straight. You work in mines owned by this man, yes? yes? Yes! This man owns many businesses around town, like bazaar and gas stations, that you patronize, yes? yes? Yes! Then you come here to have good time and buy beer after a long day of working in mines, yes? Yes! It is neat that he uses the coals that you mine for heating big arena and paying high-priced American players that he charged from you to watch and drink. Uh, he makes much more money from this, yes? Yeah. No. <laughs> Cut some more clips of fans reacting to the rollerball match. The Kazakhstan team rolls in and hears the crowd cheer. Next, we see the opposing team roll in. Please welcome your opposing competitors from the inferior country of Uzbekistan, the gold, the black and gold! Massive booze from the crowd. Ooh. Borat boos with them. He continues to get angry and opens his briefcase. You see a chicken who has laid many eggs. He takes the eggs and throws them at the opposing team. He then throws the chicken at them. Cut to Borat face to face with an opposing player between the boards. Borat is spitting at the board, pushing at it, and cursing at him. Useless Uzbekistan! I wipe your face with the tip of my crumb! <laughs> you idiot! No potassium exporting country scum! <laughs> Continue the montage of Borat walking through the concourse. Wild fans jump in front of the camera in most clips. We see Borat leading a group of fans who are chasing a Uzbekistan fan through the hall and into the bathroom. Cut to Borat mock interviewing the caught fan who is being held upside down while being swirly from two other fans. Cut to Borat at the Slipknot halftime show, <laughs> rocking out in the crowd. He is in the mosh pit, a mosh pit, and he is trying to break up pushing fans by hugging them. The fans are reluctant to accept the hugs. Cut to Borat <laughs> being brought on stage, followed by a cut of Borat pumping his face to the crowd while he wears the Slipknot clown mask. The segment ends, and we cut to Borat interviewing the owner of Rollerball. I am here with Rollerball Supreme Leader Alexei Petrovich. Supreme Leader, why do you think that Rollerball makes all other sports look like they are for little girls? Rollerball is the best sport because no other sport is as exciting as we are. Big scores, big hits. What else could you ask for? <laughs> 
how is it safer than any other sport? Other sports release, release injured reports before and after games. Rollerball does not because there is no need and because our athletes are too strong for injury, yes? Yes, yes, we have the strongest athletes in the world. <laughs> but are they stronger than motorcycle? What do you mean? In my village, when we play rollerball, we use the skinniest bull we could find since we have no motorcycle. When I ride him, the, the children play against us do not hold up to real rollerball players. Many bones squish when bull runs over them, just like in your professional league. Oh, I, I wouldn't say that. That's very sad. Hold five seconds of awkward silence. But I still want a high five! They exchange a crisp high five. <laughs> <laughs> Congrats. But remember, you have to be safe when playing rollerball. Uh, AC, safety is top priority. When I play, I, I was hitting the crumb from my brother Bilo. When I got up, I hit him in back of head with metal ball. Now he is slow and lives in cage because <laughs> I did not make safety big priority. Is that why you blew up a motorcycle on course this evening? <laughs> Uh, that was an unfortunate anomaly. Nothing that will ever happen again. I agree. I agree. Well, we make the game as safe as possible. There are accidents that are going to happen. Now you sound like real U.S. of A. commissioner. <laughs> uh, will you make games safer so that American super rollerballers will want to stay and not leave Kazakhstan after their vacation? What are you talking about? When I was doing post-game interview, I see two Americans talking in corner. Then I see peasant rollerballer players give them money to bring back souvenirs for them. Do you know which Disney World they are going to? Show me where they are now. Cut to Borat opening the locker room door. Alexi storms in behind him. Look, they were sitting right there behind that now open window. <laughs> Lexi walks to the window and sees numerous towels tied together, hanging all the way down to the ground. He runs around furiously. Those motherfuckers! French exclamation! <laughs> Lexi storms off as he starts to pick up his phone to make a call. Borat is alone in the locker room until he sees a figure appear behind one of the lockers. It's Aurora, and she is only wearing her Judge Dredd-like helmet and tight leather pants. Full frontal nudity happens for a full 30 seconds. Nice. They stop staring at each other until Aurora signals her finger in a come here like fashion. Borat looks into camera and smiles. Very nice. Yeah. Oh, let's go! That's so dumb. <laughs> I have no idea how to say it, so I just I cheated. Oh, that's <laughs> that's fine. I wouldn't have known how to say it either. That's fine. That's, that's, both meal. Yeah, that's uh, that's Russian for damn it. Oh, cool. <laughs> Not French. I I love. I feel like you just wanted to write very nice, and you just worked backwards from there. <laughs> <laughs> I knew. I okay. So. Originally, I wanted to have uh, 
<laughs> I wanted to have, do an interview, do that interview with uh, Chris Klein, but it's already going a little too long. Jonathan. Yeah, Jonathan. Uh, <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah, when I realized I didn't have time for that, I was like, all right, because that was the scene I was going to be like, very nice. <laughs> but yeah, of course that's getting worked in. <laughs> I'm ashamed that I didn't work in great success. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh my god. That was ridiculous. That was ridiculous. That was absolutely Both of these were ridiculous. All three of these. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Well, mine was accurate. Uh, mine was uh, <laughs> yeah, updates from my diary. Yeah, the most uh, accurate. <laughs> that's my life. I lived that. Floppy disks and freckled tits. I want that on my tombstone. Bobby Distant, freckled tits. So that was... Interesting. To say the least. I think that's the best way to describe it. Um, It was very nice. I know there's a pandemic, but you should get checked out from Boritis. (laughs) Boratitis. I've had it since 2006. (laughs) Um, I think... One of us wrote an actual script. At least I'm hoping. <laughs> uh, so, so Nina, why don't you take us through? Okay, so um, I'm going to do some quick casting. Nate, okay. you're going to be Jonathan. Um, Chris, you are going to be old friend. Old friend. You are also going to be... Um, oh, so there's a part that says kids. You all can read that part. Yay! Um, Chris, I also want you to play kid number two. And okay. Steve, you're going to be kid number three. Okay. And I think that's all the parts. Let me double check. Yep, that's it. Okay. Okay. And then I'll read the directions. Oh, uh, so okay. I totally listened. I'm just Jonathan, right? Mm-hmm. And kids. So I'm, and, and kids. kids. Yeah. When I'm, it's just kids. I'm kid number three. You're kid number three. Okay. And then I'm reading directions. This wonderful piece of art is called <laughs> Hockey Puck. Jonathan Cross comes back to the United States after killing Alexi. He's lost. Unsure of what he's going to do with his life since he just left Kazakhstan. In the beginning of the film, wait, the beginning of the film will show Jonathan living in an apartment with lavish furniture, good food, and babes. He lives off of his rollerball money until he cannot anymore. We see his money slowly run out and his depression worsen. He cannot keep up this lifestyle any longer. He begins to bag groceries at his local supermarket to make ends meet. This causes great embarrassment for him, and this is a personal low. One day, He's bagging groceries, and an old friend from high school sees him. Jonathan? Oh, hi. What are you doing here? Bagging groceries. Man, why? Weren't you just some bigwig in Kazakhstan doing rollerball? I don't want to talk about it. No judgment. But hey, if you're graver bored, check out my hockey league. I remember back in the day, you were good at hockey. And if you want to come out and play, you're more than welcome to. The old friend gives Jonathan a flyer of the hockey league and leaves. Jonathan decides that he wants to go to the hockey league to see if it makes him feel any better. <laughs> like that it's called the hockey, the hockey league. <laughs> I don't know anything. A few days later, Jonathan goes to the league and plays hockey. He has a great time. <laughs> he has a great time. And Rollerball actually helped him with his skills. He's shooting goals left and right. The teammates are shocked and they can't believe how good Jonathan is. One of the teammates comes up to him, Jonathan, and offers him to coach his son's hockey team. Jonathan accepts the offer because it's better than bagging groceries. We see him in the first we see him the first day meeting the team of eight year olds. They're cute but uncoordinated. Jonathan has a hard time separating the rules of rollerball from hockey. He tries to pump up his team but fails miserably. Hey kids! Hi! Hi. 
I'm Mr. Jonathan. I'm going to be teaching your hockey team now. Yay! Now listen here. We're not playing your mother's hockey game anymore. This is a game of passion, of steel. We're going to hit our opponents in the nuts with the puck. <laughs> We're just kids. That's the beauty of it, sport. They'll never see it coming. Jonathan begins coaching the hockey team and runs practices very much like rollerball. The kids are practically killing each other with pucks and sticks. We see a montage of him teaching the kids violent tactics in order to win the game. A shot of a child beating another one with a stick ends the montage. We see the movie skipping into the future. Jonathan's team winning more and more games. The children's parents do not question the new violent measures that they are taking. They're more interested in their children becoming star hockey players and getting college scholarships. After his team wins the championship, Jonathan is asked to become the director of the Hockey Little League, an honor. He accepts and becomes the director. Slowly, he implements the rules to become more and more like rollerball. As time progresses, <laughs> as time progresses, the Little League becomes a bloodbath. All rules are out the window. The children are maniacs, high on the promises of future fame. ESPN starts showing the Little League hockey. <laughs> Everyone is blind to what is happening. The children who are participants of this new hockey war are smarter than most realize. They know what he's doing. They hatch a plan to stop him. Remember when we used to play hockey before Mr. Jonathan was our coach? Yeah. I miss it. Yeah, I hadn't had a concussion yet. And my ribs had never been broken yet. Yeah, and it was more fun. Even if we lost, we got ice cream afterwards. What if we did something to make it like it used to be? What do you mean? I mean, what if we took back hockey? What if Mr. Jonathan wasn't in charge anymore and we could get ice cream again? Yeah, but how could we do that? My mom loves Mr. Jonathan. I've got an idea. The children hatched a plan to take back their beloved sport. Jonathan, however, doesn't care how many people he hurts. He's so high on money. <laughs> he's so high on money and fame, he's forgotten what it's like to do something that you just enjoy. It's the night of the Little League Hockey Championship. Jonathan is drunk and having the time of his life. There's a stadium filled with cheering fans waiting for the children to destroy each other. While Jonathan is in his penthouse suite, a cart full of food is brought into the room. The children are hiding inside of the cart. When the person pushing the cart leaves, the children jump out. They sneak up behind Jonathan and gag him. They tie him to a chair. Mr. Jonathan, we've tied you up. You <laughs> <laughs> You've ruined hockey and turned it into rollerball, and we're not having it. You made my mom fall in love with you, and she left my dad. You destroyed my life. We're taking back hockey. I'm calling the police, and you're going to go to jail. My dad's a cop, and he can't wait to arrest you. The children call the police and say that Jonathan is guilty of child endangerment. The kids then break into the announcer's booth. They broadcast to the entire stadium. When I was six years old, I wanted to play hockey. My whole family was played hockey. I just wanted to have fun. Mr. Jonathan came along and ruined the game of hockey. He made it so us kids just kill each other. No more. As of today, we're taking back this sport and making Little League hockey what it was always supposed to be. Fun. <laughs> the entire stadium groans and gets up and leaves. No one actually wants to watch kids have fun. <laughs> Jonathan is arrested and thrown in prison for child endangerment. Kids number two and number three save Little Econ. <laughs> 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 
partner names. <laughs> the end. That's it. That, was, uh, that was, yeah, that was uh, uh, Mighty Ducks. Yeah, <laughs> Violet Mighty Ducks. To be honest, I've never seen Mighty Ducks, so... Oh, man. I've got a list of movies I need to watch. <laughs> that, that was great. That was so silly. Uh, <laughs> it was the closest thing to a real Yeah, um... Sorry, we all watched Rollerball, you guys. That oh, that's was, okay. Yeah, we, we did a thing. <laughs> I can now say I watched Rollerball. Yeah. The 2002 you version. Got, you got street cred with you know, Matthew Lillard or something. I don't know. Dude, I would watch um, anything with Matthew Lillard in it. 13 <laughs> Ghosts, Hackers, uh, any of the Scooby-Doo movies. Cool, Jay. Can't forget all of cool were doing When you were doing your thing, I was like, oh, <laughs> that's like Hackers. It's <laughs> 100%. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, you guys, thank you so much for joining us and sharing these absurd scripts. Oh, and you are most absurd welcome. takes yeah. on, on, a, on a bad movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll definitely have you guys back sometime. And oh, we'll do, hell yeah. And we'll do a movie that Steve doesn't pick. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> thank God. Uh, I promise my next one will be better. <laughs> now, with that with you guys, just in general, yeah. okay. letting our fans know. Okay, okay. We... Down. I'm defensive, okay? <laughs> all right? I swung and I missed. I'm it's fucked all up. Right. I feel all right. I feel really sad. I just, look, I got swayed by Limp Bizkit. And... <laughs> That's a sentence like... that hasn't been said in over 17 years. I know. Oh, I'm ashamed. Um, well, yeah, get your red backwards hat on. And uh, Nina and Nate, do you guys have anything... I know we're in a weird time, so there's probably not a ton of yeah. projects, but do you have anything you want to plug? Anything uh, you want to draw people's attention to? Um, I'm not doing anything noteworthy right now. I am filming a trailer for something in the beginning okay. of November. There you go. Um, but when will that be released? Sure. We don't know. Um, so, yeah, if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's at I am Nina Kern. I am N I N A K E R N. And if I do anything, I'll post it on there. Perfect. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. yeah, send it over to us, and we'll make sure to put it on our feed once it's once it's good to go. Oh, Absolutely. cool. Yeah, perfect. Oh, uh, yeah. If you guys uh, come over to this house, I'll be hanging out in the back room. <laughs> uh, it's right near a park. I don't know how legally accurate that is for me to live this close to a park where kids can hang out. But we're skating by anyway. I'd like to point out that that's a joke. <laughs> I was just going to say, Nate, Nate actually works with children. He passed a background check. He doesn't hurt them. I don't know why they keep asking me to go get background checks. I, don't, I keep passing. Because you keep trying to turn... All of their outside sports into rollerball. Oh, that's yeah, it's exactly what it is. <laughs> uh, fantastic. Well, you know, I could sit here and talk this particular bad movie with you guys for maybe another two minutes. But before we go that far, I, I actually have to get going because uh, I'm really good at driving a car. And I'm going to be competing on a TV show that's all about driving cars. But it's also a little deadly, and so I might die if I don't finish the race. I don't win my freedom from jail or something along those lines. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I have to run. Um, 
I'm actually getting sent over to America where I'm gonna learn the culture rules <laughs> about America. And I met this girl named Pamela Anderson, and I think I'm gonna And I'm gonna try to trap her to sack and make her my wife. Well, sorry guys, I also have to run. Um, my, I got, I have to go join the military, but it's a secret because um, my dad, he was supposed to be in the military, but he's hurt, so like, I gotta keep it on the DL and try to save my, uh, my save my country and my president from our foreign invaders. <laughs> oh, shock! I too must go. Uh, uh, weirdly enough, me and my best friend uh, both got dumped by our girlfriends in the same day, so I'm gonna take him to this dirty mall and hang around with this uh, large student in a trench coat and this mushed mouth skinny uh, weed head, and I'm gonna uh, stop this dating show from happening by sticking my hand in my ass and feeding the guy some chocolate covered pretzels. <laughs> Can we please change this bit to I must too go? <laughs> 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 